Thank you for coming to live with Viv for real life, real light and laughter. It's morning time now, so I'm saying good morning to you. Or if it is evening where you are, good evening to you. Good night, good day, good afternoon. Good energy. Sending positive vibration your way. Sending you love, sending you hope, sending you joy on this day. Wagwan. I know I'm late with this week's episode, but I'm sure you can all relate that. Well, maybe not all. Some of you are mentally stronger than others. So, but some of you can relate that it's been trying times. Has been trying times for some time now. Um, Gone into over time and we're just trying to survive we're just trying to hold it together we're just trying to cope as best as we can so how are you doing how are you guys how are you doing how have you been how have you been i've been holding it together i've been fighting the good fight of fate i've been trying to stay sane Last week was a heavy week. I know Jada Kingdom, past Jada Kingdom heavy. Heavy, heavy. Last week was a heavy week. Um, and I, I'm not the only one that has been saying this. I've seen it on social media where persons are constantly saying that it was a heavy week. It was draining mentally and then you know mentally it's going to start taking a physical toll on you so last week was a heavy week um there was just this weight it was just this weight as a result of everything that has been happening in the world and i don't think the weight has been lifted per se Persons, because they're still protesting, um, we're still seeing day to day where um, cases of police brutality, racism, discrimination, we're seeing it every single day still, even with people protesting and marching in the Black Lives Matter movement, we're still seeing minorities being treated like shit. We're still seeing racist people in the street. We're still seeing people telling black people, Hispanics or colored people to go back where where they came from. We're still seeing it. So there are still people out there with genuine hate, hate in their hearts. It's still happening. It is still happening. And it's hard not to focus and I'm not saying that I'm focused on it but it's hard not to want to stay informed because that's my struggle honestly with locking away I try to do it in moderation I try to not not to take 
too much in but also there's kind of this pull where I'm looking for the changes because I have so many concerns I'm proud of the people who are stepping out and to see that people are doing it in this magnitude that they are doing it and I don't know I don't know if it's because persons were so vulnerable mentally they were so fragile because we had or we have we're having COVID and persons were quarantined we've been social distancing they're persons who lost their jobs and were so looking forward to a change they were looking forward to their lives getting back to normal you know just for things to go back to way they the way they were and being locked away and I said being fragile and vulnerable and then to see the George Floyd murder I think that was kind of like a trigger like oh and I'm not it's not a case where all these things haven't been happening worldwide or in America we've we've had it over the years but I think it's because of the mental state that persons were in where it was like as I said a trigger for them where they're like hold up like not in a COVID like not right now and as I said because maybe of the video proof of how it happened where they see that that police officer literally killed the man just to see how how it happened i think it it, it was a trigger where people was like no it, enough is enough we're already now we're already now woman mother would state we're already barely holding it together because of covid People are dying, people are stressed, people are losing their loved ones, people are losing their their lives, their jobs, and everything. And then you go pull that. So I think that's what it was, where people were just over it. And I'm in awe. Like in my 31 years on earth, um, I don't know if maybe I wasn't keeping up to date or I've never seen this movement this magnitude to see such unity amongst nations amongst race for the black lives matter movement to see people marching to see the extent of what they're doing i'm in awe and i'm amazed i'm in awe and i'm amazed and i think for me we see where um even Jamaicans were, were 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 doing it where they were protesting and I saw persons speaking about Jamaicans um not doing the same for their country because things like these happen on a daily basis and Jamaicans don't do it. That's not true. That's not true. But God Jamaicans are protesters. Roadblock already I'm a can't I can't go work. Caracan Drive. Maybe it protesting in Jamaica, it hasn't been done on such a large scale where all parishes come together and protest. As all the states or different countries coming together. 
because of the Black Lives Matter movement. But Jamaicans do protest. Like Missy Roadblock fridge a burn up, tire a burn, tree chopped down, all night something happen. I've seen that happening. So Jamaicans do protest. I think um what the critiques can say then is that Jamaicans um with their protesting when they do it in Jamaica is that we should try to see if there's a case where we could be more supportive then. So we do protest. But I think with Jamaican protests, we do it on a community. So if, for example, if the shooting happened here in my community, we protest here in the community. You know, so the other parishes um, joining forces, getting together. You may see one or two persons repost on social media and say, justice for whoever or whatever. But then a few days pass and then that's it. No one, no one speaks about it anymore. That's what happens. So I think as it relates to our protesting in Jamaica, it's just a case where we need to support each other more. Right? So just come together. Same as always the states coming together in the US when it comes on or now for the Black Lives Matter movement. Here in Jamaica, if we're seeing any um injustice, we can be more supportive of the, supportive of our um brothers and sisters. Just combine effort effort for justice. And what I were talking on the topic of um justice in Jamaica, guys. I shared on my WhatsApp for persons who are on my WhatsApp and if you've seen it. The Noel um Chambers situation. And I saw the condition where the man did in her. The man was bare skin and bone. You you're you're able to see his skeletal structure in his face. You were able to see the bone in the jaw, everything, knee cup, everything. Kneecap everything you were able to see, the every rib. You were able to see everything. And when I saw the pictures, oh my God. Tears came to my eyes because I'm like, who allowed this to happen? Like, who is to be blamed for this? Is it the justice system, the, the, the family? For the years that the man was in jail... And it's like people just gave up on him. Everyone gave up on him. I'm saying that everyone gave up on him because that shouldn't have happened. And I'm hoping that the the authorities, human rights for change, legal legal aid or whoever, do what's necessary to ensure that persons in similar circumstances are brought before the court and tried or released or whatever the case may be. Families need to step up. Fight for your loved ones. It is truly hurtful to see that. He was there for so long. I feel as though he was abandoned. And it really hurt my heart. Like it really hurt my heart to see the condition that he was in. And as awful and as inhumane as the circumstances were. But I'm hoping that in the name of Noel Chambers, I hope that because of his story, 
others will get the opportunity for consideration and freedom. Know that basically the light has been shed on the negligence and everything that, been, that, that is happening in our system. Steps can be taken to ensure that this... There isn't a repeat of this. Steps need to be taken to ensure that there isn't a repeat of this circumstance. Wow, rooster. And people, if you have um loved ones in lockup and their circumstances are deserving of a fear justice, like make noise, block or protest. Well, not, not, not block. <laughs> But make noise. Let your voices be heard. Don't just sit back and, 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 sorry. Don't just sit back. Get the attention of those in charge. Get the attention of the public. Shed light for justice. And, and regarding the whole protesting, ensure that your protesting has purpose. So you plan it the right way. If you want to send out broadcasts so other persons in other parishes can support and participate. So for the protesting, I want it to be planned. I want it to be purposeful. I want for powerful. Unity in numbers. Unity in strength. Unity in numbers and unity in strength for change. And I think with all that is happening in um in America right now, I think that's what it comes down to for me where my thing is what's next like will their voices will our voices will the voices of black people be heard like what difference will it make Will there be actual improvements to what extent we're going to have in improvements? Will there be unity amongst races? How far will it go? Like, how far will it go? And I know I'm thinking too far ahead and people will say, just think about the moment that we're in right now. But how far will it go? The laws and the regulations um, that govern the country, the police, the justice, justice system, like, I'm anxious to see what's next. Will it... Uh, and and um, I don't want to say, will it all have been in vain? Because I see where the Brianna law was passed, which is a good thing. So I'm seeing little things being done. And I see um government coming out and speaking. I see the words... There, there has been a lot of talk about Black Lives Matter and people all over. Um, with people, the combined effort when it comes on to protesting. But I'm looking forward to more action. I, I think that is just what will give me peace of mind. And that is what counts for me to see actual change. To see that people's... um. Voices were heard to see the government doing um what they need to be doing. And, you know, another thing for me is when it comes on to um change in society. No, no, like, 
Will there ever be a time when there will be equality? Because as it stands, you know, we have our own black people fighting against each other in the most hateful and the most demeaning ways. So we have the racism that we're trying to, to fight right now, but we have the classism amongst black people and the colorism. Because we're black, you know, our brown, colored. But at the same time, we have the classism. So there is racism sitting at the head of the table. But we have the classism and the racism to deal with um, as black people. Because persons, we are black, but because persons think that they're in a higher social status, they're better than, or because they're wealthier, because they're lighter, they treat the same black people like shit. Excuse me, language, although shit is not too much of a bad word. Because as black people, I think we are, we're mentally enslaved, like our, 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 our minds are poisoned. And that is why I think, and I not think, that is why many um, black people bleach. Because some persons have their beautiful melanin skin. And because they don't feel enough. I don't know if they don't feel enough or they don't feel valued or they don't love their complexion. They see we're in society lighter, especially for females. And even males, males do it as well. Um, Where they see brown people um, get preferential treatment or privileges so in the minds of society or young people they bleach they want to be lighter because you get better opportunities as a lighter skinned person so this is the perception that we have in our culture as black people as well where even though we're fighting against racism and we want white people light skinned people white people to treat us better. Many of us as, as black people. We're trying to be lighter. And another thing that. I'm speaking about as it relates to. Us as black people. Some of us we use racism as a crutch. And as an example for our own faults. Like everything that happens, and I see it so many times on social media, where persons say, just because I'm black, or because I'm darker, when in actuality, it, it, it's, it's a result of just your own personal efforts, or lack thereof, or your lack of action, but because you just want blame. Racism. You blame racism and you blame it on the fact that you're a black person. That needs to stop. And don't get me wrong because I'm speaking about racism and I know that it exists. And I know the extent to which it exists. What I'm simply saying is we want to get away from racism. Right? We're trying to get away from it. So when it doesn't exist, let's not put it into the equation. We want equality. That's what we're fighting for. We want an end to racism. 
That's what we're fighting for. So if it doesn't exist in a situation, not drag it in there. That's what we're trying to get away from. That's what we don't want anymore. So if you're trying to let go of something and you hate something so much, stop bringing it, stop bringing it up when it's not a, a conversation piece. Stop bringing, bring it, bring it, bringing it up when it doesn't exist. That's it. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I know racism exists. And I know the extent of racism and the hurt and the hate that we face as black people. But when it doesn't exist in a situation, stop forcing it. Change the, the narrative and stop using racism as a crutch. We are a powerhouse as a race. Black people are powerful. In everything that you put us in, every situation, we excel, we exceed expectations. We have brought about so much change in the world. Love yourselves as black people. Celebrate yourselves. Love the skin that you are in. Parents of black kids, teach your kids to love themselves and not just by words by your actions because many kids grow up hating themselves and thinking that being black is a bad thing or being black makes you less of a person that someone than someone that is white or someone that is of a lighter skin teach your children to love themselves show them love have your actions speak because you can't tell you, you can't have a dark skinned child in your household and you want that child to love themselves. But you as the mother as a dark skin, you rub out your skin and bun up and stay bad. And yeah, maybe bleach and you look good, okay, fine. But you what I'm simply saying on a serious note, getting away from the jokes here. You can't be a black black mother in your household teaching your child to love himself or herself or a black parent in your household teaching a child to love himself and you did it rub out your skin a bleach that's not how you teach self-love and sometimes that's where it starts where and it's not sometimes that, that a lot of times that's where it starts where kids hate themselves and hate their complexions because them said them parents don't love themselves either and society and social media has so much influence these days where all they see all that is depicted are the lighter skin people are the the white people are the ones that get privileges and the ones that are recognized and it comes on to being an influencer um more lighter skin people they get picked to do stuff but they are they are also it may be few but there are black people that do influence there are black people that do get opportunities so look to those people for inspiration and push yourself to be one of those black people that inspire, that influence. Just love yourself, black people. And I, I just want us to come together because at the end of the day, you know, we see, we're speaking about um, 
racism and how white people treat me and we're fighting for equality. But are we prepared? Like, are we prepared as, are, are we preparing ourselves? Um, I was speaking about us preparing ourselves as black people for this change that we, we deserve. Long overdue. Long, long overdue. But as black people, I see where there's the need for us to support each other more. We need to support each other more. We need to love each other more. So the classism thing that we have and the colorism thing that we have within our own race, we can't beg for the end of racism and we're fighting for the end of racism yet within our own race. We have the classism and the colorism where we treat people less than because their financial status may not be in the same bracket as ours because they have a darker complexion than ours because they're not living at the uptown where we live because they come from country because they family poor we have that within our own race we have that where light-skinned people treat darker-skinned people less than where um, men choose to, to, to date lighter skin girls instead of dark girls. Where girls choose to date um, light skinned men instead of dark men. We have that. So I think it's somewhat hypocritical where we're asking for equality. We're asking for white people to accept us. Accept us black people. Accept that we are all one. That we are ble all bleed the same to be equal, however, within our own black race, we're practicing classism, colorism, and treating people different because their shade is darker than ours. Tapi. That makes absolutely no sense. So I think in this fight for racism, as a race, as black people, we need to start taking steps within ourselves to be better. Right? We need to start taking steps within ourselves to be better. I don't know if we want to start in our household. Then we can move to our community and go on a wider scale. But we need to be better as a race. We need to be better to our own black people. You see the same thing when you ask the love but you not give love. But you want it in your seat. Um, you want love but you not give it. And yes I may be, the, be jumping the gun. And people want to say that. Um, that's not the focus right now. That um, racism is the bigger picture and the issue at hand. But I believe that we will need to be making personal changes as a black race, as, as, as a black people in the same breath. We need to prepare ourselves. We want them to love us, but how much of us love ourselves and love our own black race? And this is of utmost importance too. 
Like, are we preparing ourselves as black people? And this is not to pass judgment, but merely an encouragement for us to do better for one another. Right? It's an encouragement for us to do better. Um, there was this police shooting in Jamaica. <laughs> and we're all black people. And I get that they're the policemen, you know. And people say, all police are this and all police are that. But at the same time, when things go bad, a police will call. And as for me, not all policemen are bad men. That's, that's my, my view. That's my take. I believe that some truly join the force to protect and serve, as them say. And yes, there are crook police officers. We all know that. Some of we know some very closely. Friends, family, associates, we see them wrongdoings with their own eyes. Maybe due to the system where they want more money. Peer pressure. Are them, some of them even go in there. They enter the force with the intent to be a good police officer. But with everything that happens and what they go in there and see... Them said them them just joined the bad batch. And that's that. But at the end of the day, they're good police officers. And at the end of the day, they're supposed to be there to protect and serve. And at the end of the day, we can't just always rejoice. Because I saw some posts on social media where persons were rejoicing about the death of the police officers. You know, we see where police officers in Jamaica as well, not just overseas in America, we see where police abuse their power. We see them abuse civilian, civilians. We we uh, have seen the circumstances, I've heard about the circumstances where persons say that their, their kids or their sons or whoever, they were innocent and police plant this and plant that and all sort of this and devil knows what. But I believe there, there are cases where they're just actually doing their job because we also know that we have gunmen, we have real gunmen in Jamaica. And all Christians, pulpit, altar call, good people in the world. We do have crime and violence. We see that happen. We see the wicked act. What the gunman them do. What the thief them do. The robber them do. We've witnessed it. We've seen it. We have experience with it. We've lost loved ones as a result of, 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 of um, wicked, bad man, gun people. So we have bad police. We have good police. We have good people. And we also have bad people. We also have criminals. So there is a need for the police. And in this case, based on how the operation, mind you, I was not there and I'm not a police officer. I'm not affiliated and I know nothing but two police officers died. Parents lost their kids. A woman lost a partner. I don't know if they have kids. Our kids lost their fathers. Because they're a male. And I don't think that we should always jump to rejoicing when the police are in these circumstances. 
You hear me tell you about love and the love we want and the equality that we want. We can't do it with rejoicing when someone dies or just rejoicing because they killed one police. Not all police officers are bad and we don't know the circumstances under whatever happened. We need to start within our own black race. And we need to start with self-love. Self-love is of utmost importance. If you don't love yourself, you don't know for sure to nobody else. So we need to do better as black people. We want love and we want equality. We need to do it within ourselves and within our race. If you're still listening, <laughs> thank you for trying to keep up because I know this podcast is all over the place and I have to keep taking a break because even this simple conversation is taking a a toll it is it's just everything that has been on my mind and it's not even everything I'm just trying to 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 say some of the things that have been on my mind and express myself as best as I can And I don't know if or when a change will come. I don't know if and when the actual change that we want will come. Because we want the end to racism. We want the equality amongst races. But I think there are so many other aspects to this that needs fixing also, um, especially within our black race, that we need to adjust. So while asking for that change, we need to be changing within our race, changing amongst ourselves, showing each other more love. And I commend everyone that has been fighting um, for black people, the protesters all over the world, fighting for equality, putting their lives on at risk, the lives on the line literally, because you see people have actually died, lost eyes and everything that um that has happened on the road. So I want to commend them. And I'm hoping that there is an actual there's a real change that will come about. Because remember, I know. I don't know we are fight for this. I don't know. Remember Mar- Martin Luther King days, Rosa Parks days, Malcolm X days. I don't know. A long time. And we, 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 I do see where some things have changed because we're not on the plantation. We're not physically on the plantation anymore, you know. What you find is that people are still mentally enslaved. And I think even the mental um enslavement, which it's, it's what causes the separation amongst black people sometimes and what causes the classism and the colorism where you see the lighter-skinned people them are the people that are um in a higher class in society, um maybe due to financial status or so, they feel as though that they are the um 
they're not they can't be white you know so they're not the, the plantation owners and the slave masters but they're able to be the house slaves and they're better than the black people the poor people you understand who are and those people are the ones that are on the plantation so people are we're not we don't have slavery anymore but i think people are still mentally enslaved which is what as a race we need to work on changing you understand we want the anti-racism but as a black race or as colored people you have work to do within your race you have work to do within your race for better we want better from people so we need to do better for each other and do better for ourselves set the expectations of what we want treat each other with love and kindness because we want love and kindness you get me and in continue as i was saying i don't know when maybe when i'm a great grandparent i don't know if actual change because remember you know there are persons that are set in stone in their mind that may never change that white people are the elites and that will never change and will always see themselves as privileged. I don't know if that mindset will ever change. Remember the KKK, you know? Remember those people, white supremacists. Remember those people actually do exist that have literal, actual, passionate hate in their heart for minorities and have hate in their heart for black people. Remember, they do exist. So we've come a, a, a long way from um, having to sit at the back of the bus or having a fountain for white um, people and colored people or not being able to share a classroom with a white people with a white person or not be not simply not being able to go certain places simply because of the fact that we are black we've come a long way but at the end of the day it's still happening it's just not happening in in, in that magnitude that it needs to happen and it happens behind closed door where a lot of persons are speaking up more so in their relative group chats or to their family members or some of the ba the bosses are, are are practicing that. It's still happening, you know. It's not happening on that wide scale. But you, there are some places, remember, it's still happening now where you're seeing videos online where persons are telling people go back where they come from and they don't belong. And they can't be here. A black person expected to live in a certain community. If they see in a certain community things, they come there to teeth. It's still happening. But we've come a long way. We've I think we have come a long way. It's sad that it's still happening. But we've come a long way and I guess at this point what we're asking for is for it to not exist any at all. And I don't know when that will come about. I honestly don't know. I, I heard someone speak about um separation. Because till this day now, we've still face racial discrimination. We still face racial discrimination. And as I said, the, the, the whole separation or reorganization where um, this girl, she was speaking about um, Chinatown where all the Chinese come together or Mexicans come together in that they have their own little town and do their own little thing. 
I mean, when I said we don't go places where we're supposed to African people there together. But I don't know, that came to my mind. You think that there could actually be that separation where? Because I think there is enough states, and I don't know, but I condemn me. Where people would just be true to yourself. If you're a KKK, if you're a white supremacist, and you to say, I cannot and I do not want to associate with black people. Where it's alright, we need to reorganize society. You get me? Where you stay over there, so are you staying at them a state yeah? And everybody who, who who are for equality, you stay here. I don't I don't even think that is that can work. But I think persons do it on an individual level. Where for me, especially, I'm I'm telling you, I I'm not racist. I have nothing against anybody of any race, white people, black people, Indian, Chinese, whatever it want be. But it's because I'm aware. I'm aware of racism. I'm aware of discrimination. And it's because of the type of person that I am. I try not to put myself in situation because I don't want nobody look for me in a certain type of way and skin up them nose. And treat me no any type of way and treat me less than. So I try not to put myself in certain situations. So when I'm um in a setting where there may be someone that is white, white, I will be cordial if it's necessary. You see, outside of that, me no see you. Okay? Outside of being cordial. Or I may be a good afternoon or good day. Sometimes they not even give you, they not even freak by you and say, because I travel. They not even say hi back. But what I'm telling you is some people, me no, in other space, in other face. Hey, you're, t-. no. Because some people literally have if black people say no. I mean, I push up myself in your space and you not like me. And you go treat me this type of way. So I kind of separate myself. And mind you, there are very decent white people out there. And sometimes, you know, some of them fake it. But they actually show you genuine artists. I don't know if it's genuine. They show care and they talk to you and they have conversations and stuff. Because um, I went to Dolphin Cove. I'm going to share this experience with you. And we were... Out of everybody. So basically we're separated. And this white lady came and she came with um her partner and she had her phone. What is the name of that of that app? And she was telling me I have the video on my phone, one of my phones up to this day. She was um she said she loved dance hall and she was telling me some lyrics and she was trying to DJ the songs and she she kept putting the lyrics into this app, trying to get the name of the song. She said she loved Tommy Lee, I think, and she loved Vibes Cartel. I think it was Alkaline. She was singing and she was the one that came into my space. I didn't ask her to come into my space. And she was talking to me. So I know that there are people out there who are for equality. But there are people who out there who just not. So I don't know if there there can be any form of separation. I don't don't even know if that will be an option. But Something needs to happen. I don't know how many much years to come back. I remember say, as me tell you, 
some people still have that mindset so black people are slaves and that's all will never be of importance we're never to be valued we just be sitting at the bottom of the barrel and that's it and why people shall remain privileged persons are of that belief so i don't know when that will come about maybe another hundred years i don't know but i think in the meantime as black people we just need for love with self push ourselves to the limit and beyond work as hard as we can excel in a whatever field we in a and if you're able to do your own thing whether it be start as a black start a business and push your business and as black people support the black businesses support the black community right guys if you're still with me thank you for staying with me up to this point because me know i've been all over the place and i know i've been chatting a bagating so i just want to say i just hope that there's a change in closing like real change like real laws passed real plans put into action and we can see real change as simple as that real change i just want the unity and if we can't have unity what well, if we can do the separation whatever it is that we need to do and as for black people we need to love ourselves more we need to love each other and support each other recognize that we are valuable recognize black power recognize the beauty of your skin all right so that's about that i have no lifelines for today except black is beauty love yourself love your black people show love you can't want equality and not show your own black race love that doesn't make no sense so guys thank you for listening thank you for listening to me ramble on all over in this podcast Thank you for the continued support. Um, follow me on all socials at Live With Viv for updates. And my personal page is LaVivian underscore Cherie on Instagram. Um, take care. Thank you for coming to Live With Viv. But now it is time to go. <laughs>